Good evening all you creatures of the night and welcome back to the It Records Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Johnson, coming over the airwaves. And you may be wondering if you're following the podcast why it's been five days since I've given a movie recommendation for the month of October and a segment I've been calling Halloween Horror. I was doing fairly well every day giving you a movie and I promise that my absence was not out of negligence or laziness really. Uh, in all transparency, I had, uh, I had to have emergency surgery. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I had an appendicitis, so I had to put the podcast on hold for a few days, but now I'm back. Um, everything's good. I'm fine, and I'm ready to give you some suggestions. Since I've been gone these past few days, I'm going to give you five movies. I think the last one I did was What We Do in the Shadows. On the 21st, and today's the 26th, so I'm going to give you five movies and a little brief synopsis of each one to catch up for those days past because we are less than a week away from the sacred holiday of Halloween. Without further ado, I apologize, and the first movie I will recommend, uh, we'll say this is for the 22nd, is The Babadook, the 2014 Australian supernatural psychological horror film. Written and directed by Jeffrey Kent in his directorial debut. I think you could still find this on Netflix if you'd like. And it's based on the 2005 short film Monster, which was also written and directed by Kent. Initially, this film was not a strong commercial success in Australia, given its limited release. But largely after its strong reception at the Sundance Film Festival in 2014, it, became, it generated more attention in the United States and Europe and gained uh, positive reviews, and it's been a commercial success as well. So for those those of you who don't know what the Babadook is, Babadook uh, follows a widowed mother, and she's plagued by the violent death of uh, her husband, and battles with her son's fear of a monster lurking in the house, but soon discovers a sinister presence all around her. It really takes the idea of folklore Slash the boogeyman, I guess, and creates a really terrifying psychological horror. So that's one film, The Babadook. Go see it. The next one I'll do is uh, another 2014 film. It's an American supernatural horror film. It follows. And that's that film is one of the reasons for the name of this podcast, one of the plays on the horror genre. The it creature is used in many horror films, such as, you know, it with Pennywise, it follows, yet it records. But anyway, it follows is one of my favorites, and I, I'm going to speak for Pete, but I think Pete really enjoyed it as well. It's written and directed by David Robert Mitchell. It follows a teenage girl named Jay who's pursued by a supernatural entity after a sexual encounter. And it really plays on the idea of, you know, in slashers that. If you have sex, if you do drugs, you've committed a sin, and the androgynous figure is going to come after you and kill you. Literally, if you have a sexual encounter, the this entity of some sort slowly follows you, and you can see it lurking in the background. It's like stalking you for the sin you've committed. This movie has a great soundtrack, uh, very John Carpenter-esque. It pays a lot of homage to 80s films at the time. And has a John Carpenter-esque style. So go check out It Follows. This will be the October 23rd pick from me. I'm going to go 
relatively recent as well with a 2007 film for October 24th pick, Trick or Treat, an anthology horror comedy film written and directed by Mike Dougherty and produced by Brian Singer. Film stars Anna Paquin, if you know her, and it relates four Halloween horror stories with a common element in Sam, a mysterious trick-or-treater wearing shabby orange footy pajamas with a burlap sap over his head. So if you've seen that that figure in, in terms of horror films, I think uh, I saw it recently on like AMC or somewhere where they're promoting horror films. The uh, trick-or-treater from the movie Trick-or-Treat, Sam, is was up there with the iconic people such as Michael and, and Freddy, which I think this film has had commercial success, but also it has a strong cult following first, that people seem to really love this movie and went under the radar, I thought, when it first came out. But it has those dark horror elements to it, but it has the kind of the slapstick reanimator type comedy to it as well. It's a it's a really entertaining and fun one. Um, just because it's the creativity behind it. Uh, the reason I really bring it up is as I was laboring over my appendicitis, it was actually on TV the other day. So I thought I had even almost forgotten about it. I would recommend it to you guys to watch it. For the 24th, October 24th pick for me. All right. Rattling right through these. To the next one, I'm going to do for my October 25th pick a classic. This is 1980. The Shining, directed by Stanley Kubrick. I, I couldn't go through the month without picking this film, and I'm surprised we haven't done it on the podcast yet. If you've never heard of it, get out from under that rock. It's based on the 1977 novel by Stephen King, who hated this film. If you didn't know, starring Jack Nicholson, he who plays Jack Torrance, an aspiring writer, recovering alcoholic, who accepts a position in the... Uh, sorry, he accepts a position as the off-season caretaker of the isolated historic Overlook Hotel in the Colorado Rockies. He's going to look over it during the winter when there's no guests. They get snowed in, him and his family. And sort of these supernatural um, ghost-like occurrences happen at the hotel, or The Shining, if you will. It, it's a it's a masterpiece, I'll say that. I'm a huge Kubrick fan. And if you watch this and you enjoy it, I would go on to see what's the... Uh, what is it, 237, room 237, the documentary, where people have so many theories about this film, all the hidden layers they think Stanley Kubrick had uh, when he was making this film. So, October 25th pick for me, The Shining, it would be a haunted house subgenre or a ghost story subgenre, but really the haunted house because they, they're trapped in the Overlook Hotel, and the house sort of has a presence of its own. Sorry. Not a house, hotel, but you know what I mean if you've seen the movie. So the final one I have for you, October 26th, that will be today, is going to be a 1987 British-American horror film. A movie we haven't done on the podcast, but I myself have done a mini-episode in favor of, and that is Hellraiser. Written and directed by Clive Barker, produced by Chris Fig, based on Barker's novelia, The Hellbound Heart. And I believe it's going on to spawn 13 uh, sequels or, yeah, spinoffs. Not spinoffs, but 13 sequels. The film involves the resurrection of Frank, who opened the door to an alternate dimension. And his body is torn to pieces by creatures known as Cinnabites. 
and the lead, the lead Cenobite that you know and you see from the Hellraiser franchise is Pinhead. So if you've seen the Pinhead character, it looks like it has acupuncture all over his bald head. His name uh, is Pinhead, yes, but he's a Cenobite from the Hellraiser series. I would highly recommend Hellraiser. It, it The series itself is not a commercial success. The first movie was... And I contest it's still the best of all of them. The second one's terrible. But some of them pick up. I think, I don't know, Bloodline. Um, anyway, check them. There's like 13 of them. But Hellraiser is the one I'm recommending, not the series. I'm recommending the first film. Hellraiser, it's very simple. It's isolated. It takes place really in, in one house. Um, Frank is torn apart by the Cenobites as he opens um, the cube. But a new family moves into that house, and basically, uh, an accident causes some of Larry's blood to spill on the attic floor, which triggers, triggers his resurrection. And to complete his resurrection, he requires more blood, which Julia, one of the people who lives there, provides with other people, um, so that basically he can become resurrected uh, and is put back together. It's it's very gory for the time, um, but I recommend it. I'll leave you with that, because I think I'm running along here for these little mini-episodes. Sorry I was gone. I'm back, and I will be back tomorrow with an October 27th pick. And until next time, though, I'm Matt Johnson. Thank you for being patient, and I'll be in the shadows.